and welcome back to the Euro Trips Football Podcast. The World Cup final is here, and we are here to preview this game as France take on Argentina. I'm your host, Andy, and I'm this week joined by two of our regulars. I'm joined by Naeem and by Ryan. How are you both? Doing very well, thank you. Doing well on this Saturday morning. Yeah, not bad. It's um for me personally, it's really weird. It's quite nice actually. Um, so the World Cup final is here and it's in the snow. Um, which I I quite like it to be fair because it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, first it's time. Weird, I've quite I mean obviously I've this year I've been travelling, so I've not really watched much at tournament, but for me it's nice to be able to watch a final in the mm. in the in the cold, like Christmas trees up in the house, you know. It's that kind of year, and I, I love this kind of year any this time of year anyway. So for me it's it's quite cool actually to have have it this time of year. What, what do you think, Ryan? Then how are you first of all? But what are your, your thoughts on the um walk up being in winter and how it's gone? I think it's yeah, I'm all right, thank you, by the way. Um I think it's gone probably better than maybe what a lot of people anticipated, um, in, in one sense. But I don't know, I still prefer it in the summer, you know, when it's when it's nice outside. The vibe is just different, isn't it? And I think mm-hmm. I find people a lot more happier as well in the summer. Mm. It's just yeah, I don't yeah, I'm not sure I'm not sure. Obviously, if they'll do it again, they might well do. Maybe if they ever had it in Australia or somewhere sort of down that way. But yeah, um, I, I, I prefer it in the summer for sure. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it probably all depends on personal preference. I mean, I personally, I'm more a fan of the cold than the heat anyway. And I know, Naeem, you certainly aren't a fan of the cold. The opposite. Yeah. <laughs> it all depends on, I think, Hartford comes down to personal preference. Um, mm. But yeah, no, it's but it's been a walk, good World Cup. I mean, you boys are watching more than myself. I mean, a lot of people are calling it the best ever World Cup. Would you agree with that? Or is there another World Cup you maybe would put in that in that category? Well, mm. from memory, like the first World Cup I remember watching, kind of watching, was the O2 one, but obviously because of the time difference, it was hard to watch games and that was like primary <laughs> school. So hmm, from the ones I've watched, I'd probably I don't know. I probably I don't know. I might say the twenty ten one, maybe two thousand six one was good because two thousand six one was like the last time you saw like some of the great footballers um there like you know the old Ronaldo, all those sort of players. But yeah, it's been it's been a good one so far. It's been a lot of you know, twists and turns and a few shocks here and there. But I wouldn't say it's the best one in in history. People might say the O two one maybe the, with the um in South Korea, but and to me it's not it's not been the best one. But it's been it's been a good one though. Yeah, it certainly has been a World Cup full of shocks. We've seen Morocco get to the semi-final, become the first team from Africa to make it to this stage of the tournament. It's history regardless what happens in tomorrow's game. I mean, it'll be Messi winning the World Cup and Argentina's first World Cup since Mexico 86. But also France can become the first team since Brazil in 58 to retain a World Cup. So it's going to be a good final regardless. We are going to get into that later on. We are missing, of course, two of our regulars in Jonathan and uh, Richard, but you are going to hear right now, any second now, their predictions via the sound of voice note. So first of all, let's do Jonathan.
Argentina versus France final. I mean, it's it's the final that we all would have wanted. Messi versus the defending champions. Um, you know, of course, it would have been great if Croatia or Morocco had made it, you know, all this way. But at the end of the day, these are the two best teams, I believe. Um, and I think this is exactly what we were all hoping for. You know, a part of me feels like this whole entire thing is, is rigged for Messi in a way to get him that final last piece of the puzzle. Um, and I'm still a little upset about at Argentina for... Uh, the Netherlands game, to be honest. I felt that Paredes should have got two yellow cards. He should have been sent off with the red, um, leaving the Netherlands with, with a man up in, in extra time. And maybe they could have scored and made it 3-2 in one outright. But, you know, Argentina have made it this way thus far still. And, and you know, maybe some people see them as a bit of a dirty team or whatnot. Um you know, they've surprised me in, in scrapping it around and getting this far. I don't think France or Argentina have played their best football up to this point. There hasn't been a game where you're like, wow. France have shown flashes, of course, with Mbappe and, and Giroud. And it's unbelievable, you know, with Benzema, Kante, Pogba, and Kunku. So many guys out there. Depth is just insane. So I, I do love France. I, I'm going to give the edge to France. My prediction is going to be... 2-1 um, in normal time. I just think France snipped in the end. It's what I would sort of like to see happen. Of course, you know, if there were some other teams involved other than France and Argentina, I probably wouldn't be pulling for France. But yeah, I, I of course, it'd be nice to see Messi get, you know, finally get that World Cup trophy. And I really do believe that if he does win, he should retire. Okay, maybe finish out the season with PSG and get another, you know, league uh, title but yeah this this you might as well go out on a high if you win here it's gonna be a great game I bet Messi will score probably be a penalty uh but I got 2-1 France over Argentina and we'll go one from Mbappe and one from Giroud for France gonna be a good one thank you Jonathan let's now hear Richard's prediction okay so my prediction for the World Cup final is that I'm actually even though you know, I still think France on paper have collectively the better of the two teams. And even though, yeah, you there's the threats of Mbappe, of Griezmann, of Dembélé and of others and, and Olivier Giroud up front. I'm just getting an idea and a feeling that Argentina might just do this. You know, it does seem to me that they're a side who's collectively been getting better as the tournaments went on, whereas France seemed to be you know, fluctuating. They seem to be sometimes playing quite well and then sometimes having a little bit of a drop-off period in the knockout rounds. Um, you know, I think the game against England could have gone either way. Um, I think it was a 50-50. And then, you know, Morocco certainly had their chances in um, the semi-finals. Just France are more clinical and just more experienced and put those chances away. Uh, whereas Argentina, I sense a side who are getting better and better as the tournament goes on. You know, Messi is an imperious form. Um, and, you know, I just generally, yeah, I've got this feeling that Argentina might just do it. Um, I'm going to go, you know, I've changed my mind on this. I, I was going to back France originally, like I did on the last pod, but um, I'm going to change my mind on this. I'm actually going to say 2-1 to Argentina after extra time. Thank you, Richard. Uh, we are going to have more voice notes along the episode from many famous faces in the world of football. We've got a 
former Love Island contestant. We've got um, former friends of the podcast, and we've got many other people who you may you may know, you may not know, will be appearing on this episode at some point to give you their World Cup predictions for tomorrow's game. And there are more people I've I've messaged, but hopefully they can respond because I've messaged some quite famous footballers. But I'm hoping at least one of them will respond. Um, if not, then and so be it. Uh, but yeah, the final is tomorrow at 3pm UK time as France take on Argentina. Of course, France booked their place in the final on the Wednesday with a win over Morocco, a 2-0 win. And then Argentina got that win in their semi-final the day before against Croatia in a pretty dominant uh, 3-0 victory. Um, in terms of the final itself, obviously the main sort of headline is Messi against Mbappe. Of course, two former, or two toy, two current PSG players playing uh, in Qatar, which of course is a country of the owners that do own Qatar. Um, so it's quite a fitting final for me. You've got the best player, some would say of all time, again, for me personally, the best player in the world right now. So it should be a good final. I mean, last time we had a World Cup final, it was sort of quite a sort of mismatch in terms of a surprise team making a final and then one of the favourites making it and obviously winning it. So, I think this year we're getting for the first time in probably since 2014, actually, that a real heavyweight clash. And I think it's going to be a really exciting one. Um, of course, I'll talk about Benzema being involved in the team. So that's our first real talking point. Obviously, he, his injury just before the World Cup started meant that, you know, there was a lot of talk. He'd missed the whole tournament. But now there's been sort of chatter around, the, around this game saying he may actually... Um, start this game or have some sort of role. Um, Ryan, over to you first. If you were Didier Deschamps, would you even entertain the idea of playing him or would you keep the status quo and keep the team that's played, that's got them to the final and maybe put him on if times are desperate late on in the second half? Um, I don't see any harm having him on the bench. Like I say, at the end of the day, he's one of the best strikers in the world. So you'll always want that option. And, you know, you know, Giroud, he, he, he does it so often for France. But, yeah, I don't I can't see any reason why, if they're maybe struggling to find something, you know, you don't chuck him on. Um, obviously, you, you, they'd have to analyse his fitness and whatnot. He's not going to be match fit, having not played for a little while now. So, it's obviously a risk to chuck him on anyway. They've got a lot of other forward players that they could obviously play, the likes of uh, Coleman and Turam, who are both think I've done, done okay. But, I mean, I think France have got quite a few injury doubts anyway. Obviously, players mm. complaining about the, the air con, which I think a lot of players have actually complained throughout the whole tournament about it. You know, obviously being ill um, and, and, and sort of suffering with, obviously. So, be interesting to see who they do play. And if they have any players, obviously, that do start that, maybe aren't 100%. So, um, it's going to be interesting regardless since it with, uh, with team selection. Yeah, and it's really a good point about the illness because there has been a lot of um, a big bug going around the team at the moment. I mean, you had Uber Meccano and Rabio were absent anyway from the Morocco game. Uh, Kingsley Coman, Varane and Canate are the, the newest players to fall ill. Um, and also we've had Tushimeni and Hernandez both missed the sessions on Friday through injuries, which I think are separate from the illnesses. Um, so that obviously plays a huge part because despite, you know, even though France got a really good squad for depth, uh, that's a lot of starters they've had in their, their team who, who are potentially not playing in the final. 
And I think that uncertainty could have a huge impact on the final for me personally. I think that that could give, you know, we saw that in 98 with um, Brazil, France, of course, the famous Ronaldo incident. And that seems to just completely affect the team and their performance. And there's a, every chance that it could happen to France this time. But, you know, the depth they have, the players they have, they probably be okay. But there's a obviously a huge risk that that could be a factor in this. Um, and over to you, Naim, as well. One of the other big talking points was Anton Griezmann, who's had a real revelation playing centre mid, which obviously no mm. one expected really before the tournament started, especially with... Benzema's injury, you would thought even more likely he wouldn't be playing a centre mid and more striker. So, as the obviously on a normal podcast, you are the guy who does cover La Liga. Uh, what's your take been on um, just how good Griezmann's been in this tournament in the in his new role? Yeah, um, yeah, he's been he's been doing well uh, under that position. You know, he doesn't really get applauded. Obviously, that Mbappe does, but you know, he's against. Against Morocco, you know, he's dropping back deep, you know, he's winning the ball back quite a lot. And yeah, he's, I think he's probably been like their best player of the tournament, to be fair. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's obviously playing in Simeone's system as well, you know, he can be quite defensive. So, you know, he's got that there against, against Morocco at the time. The second half, they, their defence was pretty solid, to be fair, France. Um, obviously, Morocco couldn't break them down, even though they were the better team. But yeah, he's, He's always been he's always been a good player for France, um, Griezmann. He's always always turned up for them, and yeah, now he's he even though he hasn't really scored or assisted, well, he has he's got a few assists. He's um he's still been like one of the instrumental uh, instrumental players. So yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a key key figure in tomorrow's game because I don't know what team they're gonna put out tomorrow. Um, as you know, there's a lot like you said, there's a lot of sickness bugs going around. Had quite a lot of injuries, so yeah, I think. I think he'll be the um the main reason France win the game tomorrow if, if it comes to it. Yeah, I think he has been certainly a big part of it. I think that I think Rabi has been a big part of it as well. But mm. I don't know whether he obviously I don't think he's missed too much in the semi final. But I think you know against a better team, I do think that he could be a massive. I think he's definitely been one of the more um, underrated players this tournament. Um, well, we're going to head to some predictions, some voice notes. But before we do that, um, there is also a game on at three o'clock today, which is the most pointless game in the world of football, the third place playoff as Morocco take on Croatia, which will probably be done by the time this podcast is released. But I'm probably not going to watch it. I don't really see much much for that. Um, and also, before we do head into our first lot of voice notes, we did do some predictions in our semi-final podcast, um, which went quite wrong. Um Jonathan went for a Holland against Portugal final. Richard went for a Holland-France final. Uh, Naeem went for a Holland-France final. I went for a Croatia-France final. But the only person to get it bang on right was Ryan, who did say um, France play Argentina in the final. Um, So, first of all, well done to Ryan for your uh, prediction in that episode. Thank you. It's not often that I actually get my predictions wrong, but as we might find out next week, I did get one very, very wrong. Um, when we play with the tournament, um, which is going to be interesting. I mean, I'm in no position to say anything. I mean, I, I know obviously Richard will be doing a announcing the awards because he wasn't in the podcast that episode, but I know already that mine were just so off. I mean, I don't think I got a single one right. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't want to spoil the episode, but you know, my flop team has proved to be massively wrong. My top goal scorer prediction didn't even score a goal, and uh, my winner I think could have been right, but. Things happen that minute they didn't, but 
Um, yeah, I certainly had an absolute stinker this tournament with my predictions. But talking of predictions, we're going to head to some voice notes now on some later on. But the first few will come now. And our first is coming actually from Qatar. So first of all, our first prediction is coming from Gold Global's Yarns. Hi, Andy, mate. Hope you're doing well. I'm live from Souk Wakif in Doha uh, to tell you right now that the big Yarns prediction is going to be 2-1 Argentina. I'm saying 2-1 Argentina in the final. Messi heritage, World Cup heritage, Mbappe to continue his legacy with a tarnish on it from the GOAT, Lionel Messi. Thank you very much. Yo, what's happening, guys? Man, it's Andrew Mensa here. Um... I'm a comedian. Well, I try and talk. I try and make people laugh, and that's what I do still. My prediction for the final is one nil Argentina. Messi, a little Messi brilliance. That's what I'm going for. One nil Argentina. Messi brilliance. Don't know. Hello, it's Luke from the Hair Dryer Treatment Podcast. Uh, looking forward to the World Cup final on Sunday. I think Argentina win it two one in extra time with Messi scoring a penalty. Uh, but I think that it'll be interesting to see what actually happens. Uh, I can see Mbappe scoring, um, but I do think it'll be very, very close and, and, and very possibly even going to penalties. But uh, I just have Argentina to edge it, so let's uh, let's see what happens. But uh, vamos! Hi, this is Steve from the Hairdryer Podcast here on the Alamán. Um, I think this has been a, a World Cup that's been, uh, that's been a little bit of tradition, it's been a little bit of new bloods. But in this case, I think that the kind of tradition wins. I think uh, we're going to see Argentina pick up yet another World Cup. And this is going to be known as the Messi World Cup. Addy, what's up? It is Nat Coombs here. I had to think about that for a minute. <laughs> it's been a long week. It's been a long month because I'll be doing a World Cup show every day for North America. So I should know the answer to this question. But for any of your listeners that check out my NFL podcast, The Nat Coombs Show, and listen to our edge rush strand on that, you'll know I'm not very good at picking games. <laughs> so, bearing that in mind, my heart says Argentina and Messi, my head kind of leaning towards France. I think it inevitably it is how they contain Mbappe, and I think Argentina are going to struggle there. I wonder if Rabiot's going to be healthy and well. I think France really missed him in the semi-final. I think he's been an unsung hero of the tournament. Clearly, Griezmann has been, I think, the player of the tournament. Unbelievable. I think Lloris has had a sneaky underrated tournament as well. But you want to back against Messi in a final like this, man, it's going to be compelling viewing. But I think ultimately France have enough edge going forwards and enough range for me, Argentina, it's the messy show. For France, Mbappe's quiet and Dembele could step up. Griezmann pulls a string. Giroud bangs in a header from 12 yards. So, France 2-1. What's happening, everyone? Keg here from the Magpie Channel TV. Keg TMC on all socials. Go follow that. Interesting World Cup final coming up this weekend. France and Argentina. I think it's going to be one of the best finals in a long, long time. Really interesting game between two very, very good sides. Um, personally, I think France has got the best overall squad. I think their team is better. But I feel like it's written in the stars for Messi to retire on a high. Um, I think this will be his last World Cup, as is Ronaldo's. 
Uh, I think all eyes were on them at the beginning of the tournament. I think it had to be a Portugal or an Argentina win to kind of solidify one of them two as the greatest of all time. Um, Argentina obviously not won a World Cup since the cheating Maradona's 1986 side. Uh, France have won a couple in 1998 and uh, the last one in 2018. Um, so yeah, I think it's going to be really close, really interesting. But um, I, I think it's got to be Argentina's. I think it, it's 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 going to be Messi's. It's not even Argentina's. It's just Messi's. I think Argentina got off to a really slow start to the World Cup, obviously losing to Saudi Arabia. I think Messi himself got off to a little bit of a slow start as well. But progressively, Argentina's done better. It scored a lot of goals. Messi himself has led the team, like shown exactly why he is the goat. So. Yeah, I do think France are the better team. Uh, I see it being close. I see some goals. I'm going to go for a bold 3-2 win for Argentina and Messi to lift the cup and be the all-time GOAT. And thank you to all those ones I have given their voice notes so far. More to come later on from the rest of our uh, prediction voice notes. But we talked about France, now it's time to talk about Argentina and of course the main headline of the whole tournament really, as well as this team, is Lionel Messi. He's been really good, probably his best ever World Cup in terms of how he's performed. The whole tournament's been stored around, is this his time, can he finally do it? And obviously the, we got this one step away from winning it, he got to the final 2014, but he lost to Germany. So he's got one more chance in his last ever World Cup, it may well even be his last game for Argentina. Um, I think he'll still play club level, but um, yeah, certainly for national level, this might be his last game. If especially if they win it, I think he will definitely retire from the national team. Um, and it does feel like to me, it does feel like his time. Uh, we will get into our predictions right at the end of the episode, but I think you know it all seems to align towards Messi winning it. I think you've got the way he's playing, the way the tournaments fell. I mean, I think if France had lost to Morocco, it would have been even more of a sign. But I think now France are there. It poses a bit more of a Sticky, sticky situation when it comes to this game. Um, but of course, he isn't the only star. Um, there's been some great players in this tournament. Di Maria hasn't really had a part to play in this tournament, but people like Enzo Fernandez, Julian Alvarez have been really impressive this tournament. Um, Martinez in goal has been brilliant as well. So there's been a lot of players I found personally from watching highlights and then watching the semi final that have come into their own and really excelled, um, even with Messi there. Um, Ryan, what's your take been on Argentina's road to the final? Um, well, I mentioned it in the last podcast and the fact that I felt that they've got better with every game. Obviously, they had the tricky start against Saudi Arabia, but I think that was mainly due to nerves, perhaps. Obviously, it's such a big tournament, considering they were probably four of us, the joint favourites for the whole thing, along with Brazil. So you got a lot of pressure on him there. And obviously there's the Messi factor as well, being his last World Cup. Um, but yeah, they've they've impressed me every other game I've watched them, to be honest. I thought, you know, obviously they probably got a little bit of luck against Croatia and the fact that they won on penalties. Um, but yeah, I think they are getting better and better. That's why I genuinely think that the game tomorrow is, is, is 50-50. Um, ordinarily, most people would lean to France, but... I don't know, there's just uh, a doggedness to to Argentina and, and to how they play. And, um, yeah, it's just, again, it's, it's, it's going to be all about team selection, I think. Um, I hope 
Paolo Dybala gets a little bit more game time as well. Obviously, he hasn't played much this tournament because of injury. Um, did make an appearance in the semi-final. So I hope he can get a little bit sort of more time on the pitch because he can make things happen. Um, but I mean, they've got great squad depth as well up front. And I, I genuinely think it could be one, one of, if not the best final of all time, um, if it lives up to expectation. Yeah, I'm trying to think, obviously, the World Cup last time had a lot of goals, but I don't think it was exactly the best, as good as the game suggests, the scoreline four years ago. But I think yeah. we see a lot of finals. I can't think of many finals where actually lived up to the bidding. I mean, most Champions League finals you watch, they're 1-0s, they're 2-1s, they're 1-1 and shootouts. It's, it's, I mean, it's often, isn't it, down to the fact that these teams are being quite cagey. It's more not wanting to lose rather than sort of um, anything else. So I think... I think personally, I mean, my scoreline will say this later on, but I think it will be a tight game, quite a boring game probably. But I'm hoping, you know, obviously I think everyone wants Argentina to win it. Um, so I'm hoping it is, if it is easy enough and they win it, I'll be happy. But I think most neutrals will want a good game. Um, but of course, you know, Argentina won't care about it. If they win the game, that's all they'll care about. And I've got a friend, Adam, who's actually going to be, who's actually arrived, I think it was yesterday, in Argentina to visit friends, which he booked way before the the World Cup took place. So I think for him, I can't imagine what that's going to be like the atmosphere. That's going to be just incredible. And I'm very jealous of him being out there to watch it. I'm assuming in Buenos Aires, if not wherever he is in Argentina. I'm very excited for him if they can go on and win it. But Naeem, over to you, back to you as well. Um, of course, a former player of Arsenal, Martinez, for me, has been very impressive in goal. Um, and what's your take on the Argentina overall performance this tournament? Yeah, so obviously they had that short, short defeat against Saudi Arabia. You know, people questioning whether they would make out a group and what things like that. But yeah, no, they've. Um, I don't think they played the best football in the tournament, but you know they've. Just managed to get get over the line and get the job done. Obviously, they had the scare against the Netherlands when you know they're two 0 up, and they came out two one, and also they won on penalties. But no, their team, they have been some good team performances. Obviously, Messi's pretty much carried carried the team. Um, and you've got Enzo Fernandez, Callister's in there as well. The defense has been pretty solid as well. To be fair, Otamendi and Romero. Um, and obviously, obviously they lost the first game, but other than that, they've been they've been pretty pretty um solid, but. Yeah, I think it's think this probably will be their time, best time to win it. You know, twenty fourteen was a great chance as well. But yeah, I don't know. Everything seems to have fallen in place for them to um go on and win it. But yeah, that been that been my best team in the tournament. But yeah, they're, they're, that's what great teams do. They just get the job done, and you know, you don't necessarily need to play good football in tournament football. So you just need to get the job done. So yeah, they've been. They'd be worthy finalists, I I would say. Yeah, they'd be worthy finalists. Obviously, although the semi-final was a bit, bit I thought it'd be a, be a bit more of a contest, but, you know, Croatia, they didn't, I don't know, once that first goal went in, it kind of was downhill from then. And then, yeah, the defending for the second or third goal was yeah, it's, it's terrible. But, yeah, we'll see, man, we'll see. You make a great point because I've seen so many times in tournaments over the years where, you know, these teams start so well and everyone's saying, oh, they're going to win. I remember Holland in Euro 2008, Brazil, mm. this tournament, we're seeing that everyone was after the first few games, were saying the same thing. And, you know, also Brazil, not Brazil, Argentina will become the second team in World Cup history to win the World Cup after losing their first game. That honour fell to Spain in 2010 when they lost to Switzerland in their first game oh. and went on to win the tournament. Now, I just think that 
it's you see in a lot of different sports that a team will start off well, especially in tournaments or football tournaments or scenario. It's often about it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. And I think that they're proving it right now that I think, you know, watching highlights and watching games, you know, France has been probably better to watch. Um, you know, Brazil, even England at times are better to watch than Argentina. But at the end of the day, Brazil are out, England are out, and Argentina are left. So I think at the end of the day, I mean, it's different than maybe in league football because maybe you got you're watching them for 38 games, you want to see good football. But I think a lot of times, as long as your team's winning games and tournaments, that's all mm. people care about. And I think that if England had won one nil against France, even like Morocco, look at Morocco, for example, they beat Portugal and Spain with less than 30% possession, at least in one of the games, if not both of the games. And those fans will not care one bit that they weren't good to watch. Not at all, because at the end of the day, they made his, they made history. They were one game away from reaching a final. And I think, you know, but I think I think at the end of the day, I think there's a lot, a lot of times it's all about that. And I think some fans do get carried away with how a team starts. Particularly England fans, I hate to say it, but I think they're one of the worst for for doing that. Um <laughs> but before we do give our predictions, we're gonna quickly go through the rest of our predictions from friends of the podcast and famous faces. And the first one is very close to home. The first one comes from my dad. Hi, it's Alwyn, Andy's dad. My prediction is that Argentina are going to win 1-0. It's going to be a close game, a cagey game. And yeah, 1-0 to Argentina, I think. What's up, everybody? It's Javan from TYT and... We got the biggest game coming up this weekend, the World Cup final, and one that I can't lie, I really want my team, my nation, to bring it home again at Mrs. Expense, and that is the mighty French. I'm predicting a 2-1 win. I think it's going to be a very scrappy game, a very emotional game for the two sides. And it'd be lovely to see Messi get it so he can become the undisputed GOAT. But I just have a feeling France have the quality at the right moments. So I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. Hi Andy, hope you're well. Um, so this is Sartak Sharma, aka Tactic Talk. Um, so here's my prediction for the World Cup final. I think it's going to be Argentina. It's finally going to be Messi's time. Messi's World Cup. Not exactly an Argentina fan, but I think this is their tournament and uh, it's got their name written all over it. So, Argentina it is. Hi Andy, it's, uh, it's Sam from the SJ Moors podcast here. Just to do my World Cup prediction, oh, do you know what? I've got a feeling the GOAT, Lionel Messi, is going to get the win here. And I go... 2-1 Argentina, they come from behind to win. Uh, France getting an early goal. What a World Cup has been. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, Argentina win. What's going on? It's Josh Denzel here. Work with the England team uh, on Sky Sport, BT uh, and all the rest of them. So my prediction for the World Cup final, i got to go with France. If it wasn't going to be England, it had to be France. I know, it's, I, I know the story... Has to be messy, but I cannot see them stopping Mbappe. And there's rumours that Kevin Benzema's back. So I've got to go with France 2 1.
Well, thank you, Josh Denzel, for your prediction there. And that is all of our friends of the podcast and famous face predictions. But of course, there's two predictions left, there three predictions left to give. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, we are going to give you some content next week, um, a review of the World Cup, as well as uh, you know, things like giving awards out. Uh, Richard will go through our predictions and let us know who got the most correct. And we're going to try, if we can as well, to rank um, World Cups from best to worst in our lifetime. But it's a moment of truth. Us three are now going to give our predictions for the World Cup final. So the first honour is going to go to Naeem. So Naeem, how are you seeing this final? Who's going to win and what's the score going to be? I think, I think both teams will score. Um, it's, I think it's a case of each, each of them cancelling each other out because both the defences have been good. So I'm going to go with 1-1, then Argentina to win it on penalties. Ooh, OK. And who's going to get the winning penalty? Is it going to be uh, Martina Saiz that wins it or is it going to be a, an Argentinian player that's going to run down the field, score the goal and run into the sidelines and cause Argentinian history. Well, he, he said, was it, did he say two against the Dutch? Martinez? Um, I think so, yeah. I can't actually remember now. No, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, no, I think the nerves might get to France and then, yeah, he's going to make, he's going to make one or two saves and, yeah, Messi will score the winning penalty. That's, that's, that's the way the script's going to go. <laughs> hey, I like it. I like it. Uh, Ryan, over to you for your prediction. Mm, it's a tricky one, you see, because as much as I, I want Messi to, to win it, and I, I do like Latara and Martinez, but apart from them two, I don't really like that many of the Argentine players. I think some of them are very, very dirty players, very Diego Simeone-esque. And uh, I think I, I think France will win it. I think France will win it in extra time. I think it'll be 1-1 going into 90 minutes and, and they'll get the winner in extra time. Maybe maybe through Mbappe, I think he'll get two goals. I think Messi will get one for Argentina as well. Um, I don't want... It's, the trouble is, although he hasn't played that much, for, for, for Saliba, it's almost like that, you know, that Wesley Snipes meme with the camera with, behind crying He's got he's got the gun to the head, and it's almost <laughs> like a betrayal. I don't I, I want I want Saliba to have to have to have a medal. So yeah, that's I'm going to stick with that France an extra time. Okay, um, so my prediction, I would love to, I really want Messi to win it, and I would love to sit here and say Argentina are going to win this game. Messi's going to win the World Cup and become the undisputed goat. But I just think. I'd think France have an overall better squad and a better team. The depth is there. I think as good as they've been in Argentina, I just think France are going to edge it. I did allude to it earlier. I do think it will be a boring game. I think it'll be a 1-0 win. And I'm going to give it to your guys' favourite player. I'm going to say the goal scorer to win the World Cup for France will be Olivier Giroud. Because every most games he plays in the big games, he more than more than less turns up in. So, yeah, I'm going to give France the, the edge, the 1-0 win. Um but yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, I don't, I don't mind if France win, but I think, you know, I really want Messi to win it because I think some players that, you know, they they they, they have to win these trophies. They, they deserve to win. I mean, think of like 
the real Ronaldo never got to win Champions League. And I think that's a real shame. And I think it'd be another shame if Messi ends his career with no World Cup because Ronaldo said that he's going to carry on to the next Euros, but probably not a World Cup. And I think Messi will probably retire either way, whether he wins a World Cup or not. And I think that... So I'm hoping... I'd love to, I'd love to be a nice 3-0 win. Of course, for myself, I've got Ibrahim Akanate, who's part of the French squad. But um, And I'd love to see him get a medal. But, you know, I think Messi deserves it a lot more because Canati will have more chances in the next mm-hmm. four, eight, ten years. But Messi's got one more chance to do it. And I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that he can get it done. He's played um well Canate when he's come in for Bond. Uh, he's been yeah. it's impressed me to be fair. Like I've seen him at Liverpool. He's he's, he's done all right there. But yeah, um he's a quality defender. Where'd you get him from? Was it Leipzig? It was from Leipzig, yes. They had Upa Meccano and Canate. He both left in the same summer. Um and I, I really liked him. I think yeah. I think he's actually a better player than Matip. I think Matip and Van Dijk have a, I think, a better partnership in that in that He's a better player than Upper Moncano, though. The Upper Moncano is a bit reckless at times, but yeah, I'd agree. Kanata seems more like the solid, solid defender out of the two. Yeah, I think he, I think Upper Moncano was cost way more money than Kanate did. But I think um, Kanate for me is more reliable. I think that his injury, his issue has been injuries. I think he's mm. definitely been able to stay fit, and of course having. Been a, obviously, Matt has been there for longer. And I think he's got more trust with Klopp at the moment. But I've seen a lot of talk actually recently of us um, actually trying to buy Vlahovic and getting Kanate, giving them, them Kanate in exchange, which I think would be a stupid deal, in my opinion. No, no, I don't yeah. really think that would be wise because I think Kanate, I think he's 24, he's fairly young. So he's not yeah, like he's still young, isn't he? Yeah, a 31 so. year old veteran that's been around there. I think he can offer a lot more to us than Vlahovic would, if I'm honest. So, um, yeah, and I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I personally wouldn't touch Vlahovic with the barge pole personally, but but anyway, this has been our World Cup episode. So thank you everyone for listening, and thank you to all those that contributed towards this episode with their voice notes. And we look forward to bringing you our episode next week where we review the final and the tournament as a whole. So I've been your host Andy. This has been Naeem. This has been Ryan, and we will see you guys next time.